Hey, America. Start Start listening listening now. now. That's right. We've got the news. We know where we'll be going for Eurovision 2023. It's the proud home of John, Paul, George, and Verka Serduchka. And welcome to another partially Ukrainian episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision podcast from America, the country that might be giants. Anyway, I'm Eric. Oh, that's right. We have no Derek this week. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm Derek now. <gasps> I'm Danny. And I'm Sam. I'm still Sam. <laughs> as far as I can tell, I'm still Sam. You know, I think listeners of the podcast will already be very well acquainted with the fact that basically any Eurovision conversation is already partly Ukrainian. <laughs> So I'm okay with that. I think that's only fitting for this week. That's fine with us. Uh, like we said, Derek is not with us today. He is traipsing around uh, the Balkans at the moment. Uh, I believe he is in, at time of recording, uh, Sarajevo? Yes. He's meeting with the Black Hand. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had a weird moment of um, Europe and Minnesota convergence when he sent us a photo from like it seemed to be old town Sarajevo, like beautiful like cobblestone streets, and a storefront of Caribou Coffee, which if you're not familiar, <laughs> is like a locally created, I would say regional American yep. chain coffee chain. Like it's at this point, it's not surprising to see a Starbucks like I don't know like inside the Coliseum, but like mm-hmm. for Caribou Coffee to be there, it's just kind of funny. Yeah, it'd be like finding an In and Out Burger in the Forbidden City. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, there really is a Starbucks in the Coliseum now? No, there's not. Okay. <laughs> the face no. I made. The no, face no, of no, no, utter no. contempt for America. No, it's it's pretty much the way they left it. That's kind of the idea, except there's now a couple of gift shops. I see. A podcast from America, the country that put a Starbucks in the Coliseum. Yeah. Hey. The Starbucks that would if they could. Oh, yeah. Well, isn't no. there like a Taco Bell across the way? Like, isn't like the Sphinx looking at a Taco Bell or something like that? <laughs> Is it? It's some sort that. of like mass market American chain, like Pizza Hut or something like that. It's one of those oh, young Lord. food brands is, you know. Uh, yum brands. Oh. Ironic. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of ironic, Sam, hit up with the soap. I was going to say, speaking of artistic achievements staring down the gullet of capitalism, Sam, hit him with the social. I, I, <laughs> I can't top that. I cannot top that. Yeah, you can find us on social media. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. It's uh, one two points USA. Uh, you can find us on, or just email us directly at twelve points from America at gmail uh, You can find us on Patreon if you'd like to support us directly. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. If you don't, that's totally fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No, it's, it's, it's seriously. It's fine. You it's never fine. write. You never call. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's fine. Our normal content isn't going anywhere, but you get our content a day early if you are on our Patreon, or you get access to other exclusive interview, like other exclusive stuff that people have done, uh, That those people being us. So yeah, check us out on Patreon if you'd like to support us. Uh, you can also find us on Redbubble uh, if you would like to buy a random t-shirt that we put together. And we have YouTube as well. Uh, we are continuing our series of lyrical moments with Danny, uh, including a sort of very special Halloween-timed one that uh, that just dropped this week as we are time of recording. So uh, Could that I would perhaps I, be the one about some spooky woods. I perhaps, would. I, I would. I would is. say you should check it out, Chucky Chop. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the hood. 
Uh, okay, let's see. There is Eurovision news. It's like for real this time. Oh yeah. Oh, we finally got the for real news. You know That's what? Right. All of these months of asking host city when and host city where, they finally paid off. They finally listened to us. It's Liverpool. Yeah, they did not listen to us. No. All right. Suppose they listened to us for the past two weeks. Yeah, I think they listened to us once we realized, oh, crap, Liverpool actually is a really good bid. But out of nowhere, you know, early frontrunners London and Glasgow and Manchester fell by the wayside and it became Glasgow for a bit. And then all of a sudden Liverpool from out of nowhere, like... From the top rope. I was going to say, like (laughs) Secretariat during the turn. Uh, It's uh, it's Liverpool, baby. Uh, we, We made the decision... Uh, 12 Points for America made the decision. Here's one thing that I thought was actually quite fitting that I did not know beforehand. Liverpool has sort of like a not quite a sister city relationship with Odessa, mm-hmm. but like that, like there has been a long sort of uh, initiative to uh, solidify cultural ties between those cities. And so I can only assume that we might have sort of a Odessa by proxy kind of I'm okay with that kind of festival and I think that would be great yeah as long as we don't find any you know large majestic yeah large large stretches of steps for a baby carriage to say slowly descend down yeah that's fine I think we'd be safe then I just I'm going off topic here what us off topic I did any of you guys see the uh, Taskmaster this week I did not no oh oh god if you have seen Taskmaster this week you'll know what I mean and and ah my baby anyway Oh, God, somebody pull me back into normalcy, <laughs> Well, please. we've had time no, now to... to absolutely of... <laughs> not. <laughs> we've had time Quit. to... Keep thinking about that Taskmaster thing yeah. and laughing. <laughs> you just you just sit over there. It'll be Dara good. O'Brien, yeah. why are you so brilliant? <laughs> anyway, uh, if you don't already watch Taskmaster, I highly recommend it. Because anyway, he's Irish. He, it's, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have the dates as well. Uh, final will be on the 13th of May, is that right? So uh, I think so. So that will be the 9th and the 11th for the semifinals. Yep. Just remember 9-11. Which is going to be... I'll never forget it. Uh, it it's it's going to be in what arena then? Do we know? Yeah, yes. it's, it's uh, technically I think they call it the MS arena. However, you're technically not supposed to have the arena itself be branded. So for the sake of for the sake of the event, it'll probably just be called the Liverpool Arena. Oh sure, is that a special thing with the EBU? Yeah, that and they been, don't want the yeah. Like, that's been that's been the case for years. I mean, my first my first contest, we were at the it was at the time the Esprit Arena in Düsseldorf, and they had to call it the Düsseldorf Arena. They painted over the Esprit logo on the outside of the building. Nice. But oh wow! They put the logo on the outside. There's huh. actually a cool time lapse of it uh, if you watch the show. Um, but yeah, you're you're the the building itself is supposed to be non commercially branded sure okay. yeah if we had a arena in recent memory that hasn't had to de-brand itself oh god that, lord I knows mean, like, milan well, was, well, i mean yeah i mean the the, the uh, exhibition centers in tel aviv and kiev oh sure were, we're, just, were just i think like the kiev convention ex- center yeah convention center or the tel aviv gotcha. expo yeah things like that yeah, so, sure. the hyatt regency tel aviv what it's Hyatt. Hyatt. you can't no no <laughs> I'm just trying to get that sweet, sweet Hyatt Regency money. Yeah. Um, what was, was there a named thing in, in, uh, in Lisbon? Is uh, that yeah, named the, for something? Uh, the Altisa. Uh, oh. At the time it was the Altisa Arena. I think it's called something else. You what, know how these things change. What, what is Altisa? I think it's a phone provider. Uh, okay. That tracks. Yeah, I think it's a, <laughs> it's a phone, yeah, it's, um, um, some sort of telecommunications company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so am I going to get in trouble? Like, if I'm there and I call it the OMG Bank Arena or whatever it's called, 
or uh, they're not going to drag you out by your ankles. Yeah, M- yeah the S and M Bank. That's ooh. ooh. <laughs> yeah. When the EBU is looking at your credentials and trying to get you into, I don't know, restricted access, they're going to say, "Oh, this <laughs> man, he uh, called this he thing by its name." He called the Liverpool Arena very naughty name back in twenty twenty three. He yeah. said, sounding like every. Um, mm-hmm. French person's idea of a Belgian person. <laughs> Which is funny, considering that the EBU is located in Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. For this one thing, things are very different. Yeah. Well, uh, think- so this has, uh, with standing room, which I imagine it will have some of, <laughs> although it also will have a green room, mm-hmm. uh, the capacity of this place is 11,000. Which is I that sounds about average. Yeah, small, uh, small to average. It's, it's on the lower end, I think, sure. compared to recent. You like what ten thousand's got to be all you want. Yeah, I mean, I've been to <laughs> tell that to the people buying tickets, yeah. especially in Britain. <laughs> yeah, it's it's people are foaming at the mouth already, not only for tickets but also for accommodation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you are listening oh, to this program and foaming at the mouth about said accommodation, I personally urge you to take a deep breath. And relax. A lot of hotel spaces are currently being block booked mm-hmm. for the purposes of the event to make sure that the delegations and the staff and the people who need to have hotel rooms have hotel rooms. Things will be released at a later time. I promise you prices will come down once this initial fervor. Just, just, I, I know you're stressed. I am too. Chill. It's going to be okay. Mm. Everybody touch grass. It'll be fine. Mm. Yeah. This urban It's going to be fervor. fine. Yeah. I'm excited. Here, here's another fun fact yes. about the Liverpool Arena. Mm. And this has its own section in the history uh, part of the Wikipedia page. That uh, after attending a Premier League darts event there, Ooh. darts legend Eric Bristow collapsed in front of the venue and died. Oh. Well, that's cheery. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah. I mean, was it, he was he pelted by a barrage of darts? Or no. Was it... Oh, no. Uh, ironically, it was a big dart that came and threw a man at him. Yeah. <laughs> How does it feel now? <laughs> no, uh, he had a heart attack. Oh. Uh, there's there's a whole there's a whole thing there. Uh, yeah, Eric Eric Bristow, no nicknamed the Crafty Cockney. Uh, anyway, uh, here are some other fun facts about uh, about Liverpool. Actually, about the music of Liverpool. They oh, produced yeah. so many amazing artists. Absolutely. The Beatles. Whoever they are. Uh, are. Are from there. Can you guess? I don't expect anyone to know. Mm-hmm. Can you guess the first number one hit? I don't know if this is British number one. I think it's British number one. Uh, from an artist from Liverpool. Oh, please tell me this is going to be like a skiffle band here. No, no, oh, it, what is is it? It's, Or like it's, Gustav Holst was from no, Liverpool. No. That's right, it's Mars, bringer of war no. at the top of the pops. It, it was and in he, 1953. Um, well before the Beatles. And it, is a, it, is a, it was a cover of a novelty song. Oh, God. Gosh, amusingly. Great. It is uh, Lita Rosa's That's version of How Much Is That Doggy in the Oh, world. you're kidding. You kidding. Okay. No. No. All right. Did she say it with a Scouser accent, though? I don't know. I haven't listened to it. All right, we're going to have to dig this up. Yeah, we'll do a reacts on that. Mm. Most recent number one is, uh, well, it was a Christmas number one, so a little bit, uh, yeah. you know. Well, actually, that's that's kind of bigger, considering how much mm-hmm. of a... Yeah, the uh, Rage Against the Machine. No, it was uh, <laughs> the, the Justice Collective. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. Uh, uh, the last original sing- single of an artist from Liverpool, mm-hmm. if you had to guess. Um, 
an Arctic monkey something? No. Are been... they Liverpool? I am unsure. They might be very mad at us now. Oh, yeah. wait. I mean, all of the... <laughs> All the industrial cities bleed together. I'm thinking they must not be because no, I would... no, no. They're from they're from Sheffield. We've talked about the Arctic monkeys. Yeah, yeah that's right. Apologies that's right. to the Arctic monkeys. Oh, uh, Alex Turner, for... please don't kill me. Hasn't happened since 2007, which is a little surprising to me. So, what does this mean then? What are we going with? Uh, yeah, <laughs> four of the last five number ones actually of Liverpudlian artists are uh, from the Sugar Babes. Oh, no, oh. you're kidding. No. About you now is the most recent. Huh. I see. Yeah. Besides uh, the the Christmas thing, yeah. Well, considering that, I think one of the, or what, a former member of the Sugar Babes, I don't know like where in the timeline she fits in with that, is Jade Ewan, who was a UK Eurovision representative. We did it. Yeah. Is the Sugar Babes just like the British Menudo? Like. Well, I think they kind of cycle <laughs> through the same people. I think I, it's like what Mutia, Keisha, and Siobhan, I think, were the originals, and then they left, and then they came back. Okay, according to, according again, Wikipedia, the font of all knowledge, the lineups changed three times before returning to the original lineup back in 2011. Oh, that's But they formed many. in 1998. I see. Yeah, it's not quite Minuto level. Yeah. I mean, it's not like <laughs> once they start shaving. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Some other notable acts from the area. You've got Gary and the Pacemakers. Mm. Uh, you've got Dead or Alive. Oh, oh, I see. Burns, You've yeah. got Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Ah, relax. Don't do it. That's right. And Atomic Kitten. Uh, mm-hmm. Mel C. from the Vice Girls. Oh, Vice Girls is from love, there. Love, and you can, yeah, you can tell. Like, that 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 accent does come out in her singing. They've got know. some big names here. They're mm-hmm. going to be playing up plenty of that when oh, they're yeah. not playing up Ukraine. Yeah, The Laws, uh, the original ah. There She Goes act is from there. I uh, will the wombats say, are from there. Uh, I, you know, I think I was thinking about the wombats. Um, you know, I will say I've been kind of jamming out to... Uh, Spotify has a playlist called Made in Liverpool. And it's about 50 different songs of just a whole bunch of great acts who are Liverpool origin. And it's not all the Beatles. Uh, the Zootons, like the original oh, the originators hmm. of Valerie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zootons are great. OMD. Oh, Orchestral OMG. Members, you know, we're from, oh. we're from the, the Wirral, so like right over, I see. Right over the Mercy. Um, yeah, it's oh, some gosh, great. Yeah, there are a lot. Lightning Seeds are from there. Scylla mm-hmm. Black. Surprise, surprise. Oh! Yes. 60s It Girl herself. Yeah, and you know, recently departed, I think in the last couple of years she I think passed. So. But yeah, I mean, Rip. yeah, all sorts of really, really great. Echo and the Bunnymen. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. We could go on forever. Oh. So we will. Uh, so we- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Liverpool so, I mean, is going to be, uh, I think as the kids say these days, uh, tight. Liverpool is going to be da bomb. Liverpool is going to be... All that and a bag of chips. Yeah, and a bag of chips. Both? So we've got a lot to look forward to. On the flip side of this coin, I think we should take uh, a moment to pour one out for a couple of countries that we now know will not be returning. 2023. Yeah, and I. Derek, uh, who is not here, uh, rolled the Sarah McLaughlin tape. In the arms. Of, uh, <laughs> in the arms. It's Montenegro, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which was Rip. not uh, not unforeseen. Yeah. Yeah, I hate to say it. Need more air to breathe. Sure. And uh, our other one, I am forgetting at this moment. North Macedonia. That's right, North Macedonia not coming back, which we were just talking up last week. Oh, should have tested their limits. Uh, Stop! Uh, (laughs) 
as well as a, a country that's very near and dear to my heart, Bulgaria, has yes. decided to step back. That's Terrible. a surprise. Yeah, I'm really actually kind of sad about that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm honestly sad about all three because I, I have... I have friends and I have, have, have dear members of my Eurovision family who are linked to all three of these delegations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really sad to see all three of them bow out for North Macedonia and Montenegro have said that it is financially based. It's financial, of course, which is always a shame because we, we like seeing the, like for lack, not to beat around the bush, the poorer countries that just don't get the spotlight enough in terms of the cultural landscape of Europe, and we have loved seeing what they have brought to Eurovision mm-hmm. in times past. It is just kind of a pisser that that it does come down to money sometimes. Right. We cannot see unique countries like Montenegro and, you know, frankly, Bulgaria too, and North Macedonia not make it this year. Right. North uh, Bulgaria has I said... think that's more of like a, I don't know, like a internal EBU politics kind of thing, maybe? I'm not sure if it's an internal EBU thing or if it's just an internal um, Bulgarian BNT thing. Yeah. Um, they have... I don't think they've officially publicly said it. I think what has been, at least of time of recording, what has kind of been grabbed and, and published is a direct message from the BNT Eurovision account to... I believe it was OGAE Greece saying that they weren't returning and they had no plans to return in the future just because it wasn't fitting in with their their their, their landscape of, of what was going on with, with their broadcaster. They haven't said anything publicly, but OGAE Greece has sort of published the screenshot of this conversation. So I'm maybe holding out like a tiny little droplet of hope that Bulgaria is going to say, you know what, we're seeing the backlash of us leaving. But we'll the way that they kind of phoned see, it in yeah. last year kind of made me think that this is kind of on the horizon. Yeah. I, Sam, am I correct that the sort of the folks in charge of the delegation kind of changed over the last couple of years? The folks in charge of the press, like the team that I worked with on the press side of things changed after Victoria. So there was a bit of upheaval there, uh, but the people who are at the top of the heap when it comes to the delegation itself, you know, like the head of delegation, the head of press, oh, actually, head of delegation, like assistant head of delegation, they were the same. I don't I know see. if that, I don't know what their position is now, if, if it was their decision or somebody higher up from them. There's, you know how it goes with, with broadcasters. There's so many different levels of approval and, and disapproval, so we don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, gosh, picking intelligent music music project, it it really does sound like it, it in hindsight feels a bit like the actions of someone, you know, like if you have a coworker who's clearly trying to get fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of kind of like quitting. that. Bit of quiet quitting. Yeah, yeah, bit of quiet quitting on the part of uh, Bulgaria here. Mm-hmm. That and and yeah, it's 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 almost like some of the some of the higher ups just decided they don't like it and just kind of killed it, and that's. That's unfortunate. I, I want to go back to North Macedonia for for, for just a sec, sure. Uh, because their their statement it got into the numbers a little bit on on how it, how these decisions are made and and, and, and why it is so difficult for them. Um, I, this is a translated statement, so so if this is not word for word, you know, just understand. What you're not fluent in Macedonian? No, no. 
Um, they said such a decision is in the best interest of the citizens, taking into account the increased cost due to the energy crisis, sure, uh, which occupy a large part of the budget of the public service, as well as increased registration fee for the participation in uh, Eurosong 2023, which until last year was 39,143 euros. It's a chunk of change. It is a chunk of change. Yeah. And... And that's Elon just, Musk just step in and no, do that no, 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 no. Keep old Musky out of this. Yeah, uh, and, and that's just the participation fee. Yeah, that's not including, you know, everything that goes with it. You know, if you want to have, you know, you 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 hopefully pay your artist. Mm-hmm. You hopefully pay your team. You have to pay for transportation and hotel space and, you know. All the stuff on the on the ground. If you are having pyrotechnics, you pay for that. Yep. <laughs> if you want a kick-ass costume, you pay for that. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not an easy venture, mm-hmm. and especially for a country that I, I breaks my heart to say it. Like I said, that this is an underrated nation, and one that over the years I've really loved. That's only qualified to the grand final twice since two thousand and eight. Yeah. It's not necessarily a return on investment for them. And maybe having a year off, especially during a potentially expensive year like 2023 may turn out to be, mm-hmm. regroup. A bit far to go from North Macedonia and Bulgaria. Yeah. yeah. The This does note uh, that their decision will enable the saving of funds that should be set aside for the Macedonians. Delegation stay in Liverpool uh, and that uh, <sighs> yeah, in hopes mean- that the situation will stabilize. You know, skip a, you know, skip a year. Come back stronger is, right. is, I think, it really seems to be the plan for them. They're, exactly. they're still going to show the event on TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, and for the record, North Macedonia will have a presence at Junior Eurovision this year. Yeah. They're going to be in Yerevan. So yeah. it's not like they're just, you know, you know, flipping a table and throwing their toys out of the pram. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're not, like it's just like, it's, it's, it's tough right now. And I get it. Yeah. Uh, Armenia, Czech Republic, and Moldova have not yet confirmed their participation, but but they'll probably be back, I would think. Yeah, considering that it doesn't matter if they say something publicly or not. It's whether they submitted the paperwork to the EVU saying, yeah, we're in. They don't right. have to tell the press about that. Mm-hmm. Also, again, in Armenia's defense, their hands are a little bit full. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That they are focusing on Junior right now. And the team behind... The delegation at senior is the same folks who are behind the team at junior. So it does feel like Armenia is trying to go for, you know, not to get into politics or anything, but some soft power. And I think Eurovision is a a hefty and accessible way to get some soft power. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to going and seeing for myself. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, you're going to eat so many great. dolma. Is there, <laughs> any, is there any big junior news? I hadn't actually written anything down for that, but I imagine something has happened. Uh, I believe today at the time of recording, we're doing the, I believe, an Irish semifinal is going on today. Uh, we have, I believe... Is that where they have a semifinal, but they announce the that everyone leaves without telling you and they just announce the winner whenever? I have no idea. <laughs> I haven't really been able to watch, unfortunately. Uh, like we did say, I believe last time or in a previous episode, we are confirmed at 16 entries this year with the return of the UK and saying goodbye to Bulgaria, Germany, Russia, and surprise, surprise, Azerbaijan. Um, we currently have two, four, six, eight, ten of those 16 artists confirmed. We have the names of 
two, four, five songs, and I believe four of the songs themselves have been released. I think we're waiting on the Serbian song, World Without Borders, to actually be released. Um, but we have the Maltese singer, Gaia Gambutsa, singing Diamonds in the Skies. We have What Lu a name. Gaia, Gaia Gambutsa? Yeah. Singing Diamond in the Skies. Diamonds, multiple diamonds. diamonds I see. Is yeah. it spelled S-K-Y-Z-E? No. Like on trombone channel. <laughs> uh, we have Luna with La Festa singing in Dutch English and a little tiny bit of Italian for the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. uh, Laura Bashkiewicz, I think is hopefully how you pronounce her name. I'll get that right by the time I get to Yerevan, singing the song To the Moon. Uh, <laughs> to the Moon! <laughs> and Zlata Zuninka, I think we talked about her, with Nizlamna uh, for Ukraine. Speaking of trombone, Danny. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Katarina Savic, yes. our Serbian representative, yeah. is a trombonist. Oh, will she be playing? Uh, it's unclear. I, the the like official photo they have of her everywhere is her holding a trombone. Is it like in a gun holster? Like, is it badass? Mm -mm, no. Okay. No, it's, it's fun and adorable because she's 12. But, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Can you imagine? What has there been on on uh, on stage trombone at Eurovision? Sam? Oh, surely oh, wasn't there some trombone there in must have still been. in love with you? Surely, I oh, mean, maybe. actual. Mm, I have to think about. What it. was that? That like? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about uh, big dude energy from that Norwegian national final. Uh, <laughs> big dude. Oh, uh, 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 Mafian. Yes, yeah, Mafian. Uh, oh, that was a. If if only they had come. Oh, if we know for sure. If only. If, Gosh. In my in my head, that still beat ticks. In my head, in my head, everything beat ticks. Ticks. Okay, so what was that? There was that band from. I was thinking they were maybe a ska band, but now I'm thinking they were maybe oh, just Athena. a punk. Are you thinking a, Athena a, for Turkey? No, I was no, I was thinking of the the guys from Andorra actually. Oh. um... Are you thinking anonymous? Uh, Salvador Mon left, right, up and down, upside down. I, like uh, like two thousand seven ish. Yeah. I think it was more like pop punk. Okay, so no trombone there. Let us know your favorite trombone things. Let us know your favorite tune from uh, Trombone Champ. I know Sam's is Hava Nagila. Oh my god, that nearly killed me. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how to get that into the whore at my wedding. That's good. Actually, the trombone I version or. I mean, Havana Gill is going to be in there some way. Right, right. I, I did have an idea for the actual, you know, back to my wedding thing. Yeah. Um, considering that the people who've never heard of horror before aren't going to know the difference, the people who do know the horror will just smile and laugh with it, and that my friends at the at the wedding who are Eurovision fans will just go nuts. I'm thinking about following up Havana Gila with Trenoletzel. Yes. Ooh. It's the same. It's the same kind of vibe. The same about the same rhythm structure. Yes. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a, yeah. If you don't if if you don't know Ahura, it's literally the easiest dance in the world. It's performed at a lot of you know Jewish you know weddings and bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. Um, you basically just grab the hand of the person next to you and run around in a circle, um, <laughs> while the the guest of honor, whether it's the bridal couple or you know the b'day mitzvah kid, is put up on a chair and kind of lifted lifted around to the, the delight of all. Yeah. Um, I mean that's basically what happened in the press room when that song was being played in the final. Oh, who got lifted? Nobody got lifted, oh. but like, like there was a you know a conga line sort of a thing, except much faster, yeah, you know, and less conga y, and and it went basically all the way around the press room, which is a which was a pretty sizable place. Yeah, 
That reminds me, have they said anything about, or is there any feel for where the press center is going to be in Liverpool? I, I haven't really done a deep dive into the, the intricacies of Google Maps, uh, but I'm under the impression that the arena does have a space on the complex that's conducive to a press center. So you're not going to be, you know, hiking halfway to Yenonvelt to, to get to it. I see. Yeah. Okay. It's in the well, world. Good. Good. It, could be, good. it could be right across the Mersey. It could be, I don't know, what, what's, what's near Liverpool? The Wirral. I just like saying sure. the Wirral. <laughs> <sighs> Danger zone. Yeah. All right. So what else we got? We What's got uh, oh GAE. We got some yeah. Results. There's yeah. So I I've I've I didn't know that this had been done. Yeah. OGAE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have the okay. So there's two parts of this. OGAE has multiple contests. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if we've gone over this, but the OGAE song contest, not related to Eurovision, has been canceled. <laughs> it was meant to be. It was meant to be hosted, quote unquote, by the Australian delegation. However, enough. The, the Russian club still had a presence and still had a song, which enough teams or enough uh, clubs were less than thrilled about. That there were a number of withdrawals even after songs had been selected. Mm-hmm. That they decided to basically scrap. The so there's just like six six songs left. Why Why not just say Russia's out? Uh, that so everyone the, else did. That was the decision that OGAE okay. seemed to have been making. <laughs> and I'm not sure if that's a decision of OGAE you know, Australia sort of or OGAE International. That, you know, I can kind of understand both perspectives. A, um, Russia's committing crimes. But B, it's not like this is like the government of Russia or even like a government-funded slash, I, know. I don't know, agency it's... of Russia. It's just people. But... For a contest that actually does have a result, and I believe we've talked about this in an earlier episode, <laughs> uh-huh. we here at 12 Points from America picked our winner of the OGA Second Chance Contest, which I believe was Voyager, Voyager yeah. Dreamer from Australia. Obviously. So out of the great list of songs, who do we think oh. OGAE ended up going with? And how do we think they did God. with us? Something stupid. I, You're I, right. Oh, okay. No. All right. G- give us the country first. Sweden. Uh, oh. What? So. Medina in Idiman takes it. I don't even remember that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Second was Finland. Best with Ram Pam Pam. Oh, sure. Which was right. okay. Which no, that we, we gave, uh, I gave that a couple of points. Yeah, sure. Okay, yep. That's... Third, rounding out the podium, was I Mama from Spain, Rigoberto Bandini. You know, the, okay. boob, the boob globe. Yeah. Okay, I can I can accept that. Uh, the continuing tradition of Eurovision orbs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One I gave a lot of points, so I don't think anybody else on our team did. Uh, fourth was Italy, Ciao Ciao by La Rappresentante mm-hmm. de Lista, which I still listen to all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. Cool. And the top five was rounded out by France, Pauline. Yeah, La Louis Pauline. Pauline. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yay. She is La Nuit Pauline. Yeah. Our, <laughs> our, our boys from Voyager came in ninth place no. out of 27 <sighs> songs. Terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not an OGAE. <laughs> it's a good thing this contest matters uh, how much? No, glory points and the, the responsibility for Sweden to host it next year. At least, you know, <laughs> OGAE Sweden to, to put it on next year, I should say. Good on you, fans. Yeah. Other, other great songs that we that we all loved. Uh, Alban Ramosa, Thea. It came in seventh Ooh, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, North Kid came in eighth place with someone from Norway. I'll I'll allow it. Uh, I guess. Not your mother, Lolita Zero. Twelfth <gasps> place. Oh, oh. Even 
Even deeper than Voyager. I, I do have to say, a lot of songs that we liked came in that sort of lower quadrant. Superman from North Macedonia. <laughs> isn't, isn't, that, <laughs> isn't that how it always pans out? I feel like, you know, it, it's my taste always. Like, I don't know, for you guys always averages out. A couple of your guys' favorites sometimes come in high in these national finals, sometimes highly respected, sometimes not. It feels like whenever I am like, oh, this is my absolute favorite song, it's like, how good does it do? Ninth. <laughs> I will say the song that North Macedonia just pipped to the post were three that I think we on this team kind of were, were happy with. Um, Felicia Liu, Anxiety from Germany, oh, came sure. in 20th. God, that's, that's a shame. I know. What happened? I like, know. Oh, God. Felicia, come back. We love you. We Hi, want Felicia. Us. Hi, Felicia. Hi, Felicia. That's what we want. Uh, 21st place, Denmark, <sighs> Fuldevek, Leven mit, mit der Holbrang. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> That's dumb. Raves with the heart. Okay. That's right. That's right. Oh, these guys put... suck so much. Uh, so, uh, there's a thing that I, I, I was excited about that I saw that I think Sam is going to poo poo all over. So that's, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. Serbia is very proud, as they should be. It's not just Serbia. It's but not. We'll get, we'll, get, we'll get to this. Ooh, okay. Uh, that they submitted. And I, I know that anyone can submit anything, but not everything is as great as Constructa <laughs> being considered, maybe, possibly, hopefully. For? For a Grammy Award. Yes. For two Grammy Awards, I think. They, they submitted for a couple of different things. They, I think they submitted her for Best New Artist and for uh, <laughs> Best say, Global Music Performance. I was going to say, please oh, just yeah. say Record of the Year. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, why not? Just, just throw it in there. You never know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not just Constructa. Supposedly, Mauro from Portugal, our beloved, beloved Mauro, is also um, submitted for consideration for the shortlist. For, uh, okay, so I... I love this, I, yes. The thing I is, like, I, I love... Both they of have showed artists. up at the coffee shop next to one Grammys voter and said, hey, I'm cool. Yeah, because, uh, again, <laughs> this isn't a long list. This is literally a for your consideration. It is the record labels for both Constructa and Morrow putting these artists out for these specific awards. We see this kind of thing for, you know, the Emmys, the Grammys, the Oscars. It's a for your consideration. It's basically letting the powers that be know, hey, look at us when you're considering this. It's not a nomination. It's not a pre-nomination. It's a... It's support from the record label that they would be considered eventually for a possible nomination. Yeah. Neil Breen can submit his movie to the Oscars, but it's All not right. like something right. going to happen. Let's... And I don't mean to compare Constructa to Neil Breen. I was about one to of the, say. One of the meanest things I've ever said on this podcast. I was about that includes to all say. my accents. All right. So I, 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 under, <laughs> I understand all of that, Sam, mm -hmm. but my response is, um, so... <sighs> Who cares? Like this is this is cool, and it's I, honestly, it's good PR. It's great. PR. Yeah, it's great PR. Like it, this whole thing is kind of a popularity contest anyway, right? So so why not get the word out there, and maybe someone who knows someone can be like, hey, I know there's fifty thousand songs for you to listen to. Why don't you spend three minutes, three three whole minutes on this? Oh, totally, totally. I have get no... this get this stuck in your head. Uh, I Sir, think what we should be doing is the is paying a little bit of attention to the fact that Monoskin is up for, I believe, four American Music Awards. Go for it. They're not even is, American. Yeah, but it's American Music Awards. It's American Music Awards. I don't know. It's like the Golden Globes. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are actually 
officially nominated for four AMA awards. So best new artist, best uh, pop or rock duo or group, best artist for alternative and rock, and best rock song. For which one? I believe for Began. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I could have done something else, but... Can I give a kind of contro- controversial opinion about when Monoskin? Ever, when has it ever stopped you before? Fair enough. Oh, that Began is kind of... Honestly, in terms of like how much I enjoy Monoskin songs, mm-hmm. there's the tier with ZTA Buoni, and then there's everything else. And really? it's and, and it's a fair bit lower, if I'm being honest. I I don't know. I'm, like I'm into them. I I don't know. Liz is gonna be really mad at me for this. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like I don't like a lot of it is just kind of fine. I I don't know. I, I like uh, it was a supermodel was kind of I, I don't know. Like, I, I, it really, ZT Aborni was such a lightning in a bottle thing. And, and, and the rest doesn't grab me as much. The thing I, about Megan is the fact that it was a bit of a fluke. It was a, yeah. a cover, a cover of a cover, really. And mm-hmm. that's what took hold. I personally do like listening to them. I, this happens to be the kind of stuff that I do listen to. I like the attitude. I like the styling. It's the whole package for me. ZT oh, yeah. Boney is a freaking masterpiece as far as I'm concerned. But I, I, I do genuinely love everything that they've come up with beyond that. It's not like... And the fact that they've been working their butts off for the past, you know, mm-hmm. two, three years at this point. Oh, I'm not knocking the hustle. I'm just oh, saying, oh, yeah. oh, like... I know you're not. Like, eh, whatever. Also, speaking of artists that are cool and mm. good, how wild is it that... Yagal Rosa Lynn. Yeah. I don't think, oh, dude, I don't, I, I don't think keep, we've talked about keeps, this. Keeps harder and harder and harder every single time. That, she, no, that, more Spotify streams than, than Fairy Tale at this point. She's like third on a list of most Spotify streams ever. Yep. For, an, for Eurovision. For a Eurovision song. artist, yes. It's uh, unreal. You know how when this song came out and we were talking about it on the podcast and I said, this is the kind of thing that I could imagine playing on Cities 97? It Guess is. what radio station is playing Rosalind now on yep, heavy the, the, rotation? And not, and not just that. I don't think we've talked about who she's going to be opening mm-hmm. for oh. on, on an American tour. Wait, go on. Ed freaking Sheeran. Oh, that's right. God. Yeah, so like... And she just the, released a new single, with, how, or how, she's duetting with Duncan Lawrence. Oh, what? Lovely. Yeah. The Dunk? Gonna, the Dunk! The Dunk himself. The Dunk and the Rose! How well did she do, remind us, her rank in the grand final like last 20th. year. Like, it was yeah. like 20th. Yeah. A, a, nice, a nice song that, in the context of a competition, and I feel like we said these exact words six months ago, in the context of a competition, perhaps not your winner. But in terms of just creating a song that a bunch of people just plain want to listen to... She did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She did it. It's I think it's crazy that Eurovision is going to be among the smaller venues she's played by the time <laughs> yeah. this, this tour is done. And it's all started with her just in her room and a guitar. Unbelievable. And, and quite literally too. living the dream. She really, really is. That's a good place to. That's it. a good place to, to ease off on too. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice little heartwarming, good yeah. happy ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let us let us know what you think. Uh, I mean. What's your favorite Eurovision success story? Monaskin, Rosalind, um, the Dunk. I mean, what's what? what <laughs> the what, city what, of Liverpool. <laughs> what warms the cockles in your heart? <laughs> you know, the weather's getting colder and grayer here in Minnesota. Give us something warm and happy to hold on to. Uh, you can again reach us at One Two Points USA on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, we are on Instagram as well. You can find us there. Email us directly at Twelve Points from America at gmail.com. Patreon, Redbubble, YouTube, all those places. Find us. You, you know we're there for you. 
Um, yeah, until then, I believe the next time we're recording, we should have our full house again. Derek should be should be back on uh, on U.S. soil. I would think so. I'd imagine so. I don't actually know when he gets back. Taking, but I, a, taking a trek through all the countries that have left Eurovision. That's uh, right. <laughs> he's he's he's. I think he'll come back with stories. Of course, I think he actually did experience a Eurovision in the wild moment uh, while he was in Hungary. Um, so he'll 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 come and regale us with stories about that on our next episode. But until then, I've been Samantha. I've been Eric. I'm Danny. In America. Stop, Stop listening, listening Derek. So, mm. who knows? Yeah. What the f*** is going on? <laughs> yeah, seriously. The f- Sunday in St. Paul, baby. We save it all for, for when Meet the Press is on. Yeah.